Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives. Your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. And over the last few weeks, I've been talking about things when you're taking your first step outside of what used to be normal. So when you're actually deciding that things aren't right in your life and you're looking for the answers because it's the searching that takes so long. And when you're searching, sometimes you get given something in front of you and you wonder, is this the right thing for me? Or how did I find myself here? Or why why is this even been given to me? I don't deserve it. And last week we discussed rediscovering who you used to be. And I thought today we'd talk about discovering a new side of yourself because it's really important to understand or to at least let go and allow things to happen. Because I want to talk about today something that I was... Oh, you'll you'll hear about it, but something that I thought was the right thing to do and now looking back, I realised that it was part of my problem. But here's the thing. It may be uncomfortable. It may make you feel uneasy or it could be something you never really ever considered. And what I'm talking about is to discover a new side of yourself like, think about it. You know, you could feel really, really uneasy because you might be happy with who you are and there's nothing wrong with that because, you know what? I don't know. If I was given the, the choice, you can be happy who you are right now or you could still be happy where you are and get even better. I don't know. For, for me, I would... I would want to continue to grow and evolve. But then that's the journey I'm on. I'm on this this absolute journey of trying to be the best person I can be. And I understood very, you know, very early on in my separation that there was so much out there. There was so many answers, but I had to go searching for them. Like some of them would end up on my lap and I had to realize that it was an opportunity but in many cases what I've found especially over the last decade is the answers have come from me searching so I had to actually start lifting up the rocks and looking underneath to find the clues to who it was that I was supposed to be does that make sense and it's a conundrum really most people want a better life but they're too scared or frightened to take the steps required to achieve what it is that they're looking for. And that's even if they they know what it is that they're looking for. 
most people think that, you know, what I had in the past is the best that life could possibly be. And how do I know this? I know this because I've spoken to hundreds and thousands of people who've gone through divorces and I've heard them say this. I've heard them say this very thing. I've heard them say, oh, you know, my life's never going to be any better. Like I've already experienced the best time of my life. I'm too old. I can't do it by myself. Whatever it is that they've got as, let's call it a hang-up. Now, it's just I'm just using that as a, as an, a way of, explaining maybe why they feel they they the way they do but some people do have these interpretations of themselves that maybe the best has passed them by and if you've been listening long enough you will have heard me describe how I categorize divorces in my book the jelly bean jar I talk about the three categories But category B, category B is a category where the person never, ever expected the relationship to break up. Category B is the person that is probably, research says, two to three years behind their partner. Category B, in my eyes, is the category that that needs the most support throughout a relationship breakup because they are still connected. They still have some sort of, let's say, skin in the game. They're hoping that they can fix things because whether it's that they love their partner or they, they in their mind, have this belief that that's as good as it can get, that it's never going to get any better than that. So you'd probably be thinking that, you know, the best of life is past you and the future can't be any better if you're category B. And why? It's because, and this might be a little bit hurtful, but I'm only doing it to help you if you're category B. Why do you feel this way? Well, the reason is because you are still living in the past. You have not yet thought about how beautiful and wonderful your future could be because you're connected to the past now if you're category a and this is hard to hear if you're category b but if you're category a what the research says is that you were prepared to leave your unhappiness or the lack of fulfillment that you were getting in your relationship and you're prepared to just deal with it and therefore you're openly looking for something else now you might not believe that it could be any better but you are prepared to do whatever you can to actually move forward in your life because category a i haven't explained this yet category a is the person that instigates the breakup of the relationship Category A has thought about it for a a very long period of time, research says. Some say up to five years before they've actually instigated the conversation around it's time for us to go our separate ways. Category A has been removed from the relationship 
for up to two years before they have a chat to category B. And I'm so sorry explaining it this way, but I'm only doing it so you can get it in your head, the difference between category A and category B. So category A, they are prepared to leave their relationship and they trust in themselves that whatever is going to happen in the future is better than staying where they are right now. Now, you are who you are. You are nothing more or nothing less. But last week I said, fulfillment is inside of you. It's your responsibility. And so is discovering who you are meant to be. So is discovering the new side of your of yourself. But control is what is keeping you stuck. Let me repeat that. Control is what is keeping you stuck. Now, at the start of the podcast, I said to you, I was going to explain to you, probably this, this is where my suffering come from, and it might be where your suffering is coming from as well. Maybe you've never thought of it this way. But control is what is keeping you stuck. Because control is a place that I lived for many, many, many years. Control the kids, control what we eat, controlled how clean my house was to the extent I've talked about this before. I have a problem about leaving my house unless all of the scatter cushions are right on the couch. Like they've all got to be in their place. I won't leave the house unless the bed's made. Like ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous because what's the difference to whether I come home to a, a bed that's made or a bed that's not made? It's just something inside of me that... I do it because I feel I'm in control of my life. I would control what was planted in my garden and where it was planted. I controlled who our friends were, who we saw, who we didn't see. You know, it just goes on and on and on. But you get it, right? But control is also what brought me undone. And it might be have what brought you undone too. Trying to be in control was tiring. Trying to be in control was really hiding my other issues. And trying to be in control was ignoring what I really wanted. But once I let go of control, life became easy. But it's actually firstly having the understanding that you were living that way. Because I didn't realise that I needed so much control over what was going on. Because what happened when I let go of the control, I was no longer responsible. I was no longer responsible to enforce the rules or I was no longer responsible for what went on around me. And when I let go of control and I just made everything a little bit easier, I wasn't so tense. I experienced new things. I discovered that I was much stronger than I actually thought and I didn't need the control to be that strong. I discovered that this world had everything I needed and it was all at my fingertips. I just had to ask for it. And I discovered that control kept me trapped in the past and 
there. If you take anything away from this podcast, take that away. I discovered that control kept me trapped in the past. And you might ask yourself, well, Tanya, how do I discover a new side of me? And it's a great question. Everyone is different, but this is what I did. I stopped needing to know the answers because the more answers I got, the more questions I had. I love learning new things, so I'm very inquisitive, put it that way. My husband often says to me, will you stop asking questions? Because naturally in my personality, I want to learn. But there's a difference between wanting to learn and wanting to investigate. Hopefully that makes sense. Because before, I was always looking to investigate rather than to learn. So it was endless. The more questions I would ask the more answers I would get, but then the more questions I would have. And there's nothing wrong with being inquisitive, but you just need to ask yourself, what are you being inquisitive about? Because it's just an endless loop. And if it's around control, it gets you nowhere. It keeps you stuck. So I stopped trying to force an outcome and I just let it be. I learned that things will always work out how they should. The best outcome will always happen to you. At the time, you might think, this is painful, this is not right, I may be outside my comfort zone and you may feel uneasy. But in the long run, you look back and you go, actually, you know what, that was the best best outcome at that moment for me, even though it didn't feel like it was. Think back to a time in your life where maybe at that time something didn't feel right. At that time, maybe you lost a job and then you got a better job a little while later. Maybe you didn't get that house that you thought you wanted to buy or rent, but then you got a better house. Death is something that often people, and it depends on what you believe, so I have to be careful here, but just recently a very, very close friend of mine passed away from cancer. Now, I was devastated, but when people pass away, it's normally the person that gets left behind that is devastated. If you think about it, my dear, dear friend, She's now out of pain. It was very, very quick from her diagnosis to when she passed away. And I will forever have beautiful memories of her. But when I think about where she's at, she's at peace. And that makes me feel at peace. But at the time, you know, at that moment that she passed away, I was devastated. I was absolutely gutted. It was the right thing at that moment for her. She's done what she needed to do in this in this world and she's gone to something bigger or better, whatever it is that you believe. But that's what I believe. So that's allowed me to get on with the loss and the grief of losing her. And as I said, when you're open to not being in control, Things just happen. 
experiences they occur. I also, I learned that I was going to say yes to things that pushed me completely outside of my comfort zone. Now, last week, in last week's podcast, I said you need to stop saying yes to things that you want to say no to. But this is different. I said yes to experiences that push me outside of my comfort zone because I wanted to. Not for someone else, but for me, because they made me feel uneasy. And I wanted to experience what that uneasiness would do to how I thought, to push that control thing for me. Because when you're doing things that put you outside of your comfort zone, you have no control, right? For instance, I've talked before about one of my very first dives with my husband was shark diving. Now, there was nothing more than a rope that, you know, I was holding on to. Nothing more than a rope with all of these sharks being fed and you could touch them. And, and people talk about great whites and things like that, but my, my husband is a commercial diver and been a commercial diver for 25 odd years. He's often said that one of the most dangerous sharks is the bull shark simply because you've got no idea what they're going to do. And he's had four occasions where they've, they've gone him. And so here we were diving and with all these bull sharks and lemon sharks, there was no great whites, but all of these other sorts of sharks. And it was my second ever dive. I was so far pushed outside of my comfort zone. I had no control whatsoever, none, zilch, nothing. Yet I did it. And it was at that moment, that that especially that one moment that I realized if I could do this, if I could be 25 meters with, I don't know, there would have been, I suppose, maybe 11, 11 or 12 sharks all around me. If I could do that, I could do anything. And when I came back up from that dive, I remember thinking to myself, holy cow, I've just done something that not many other people will ever, ever get to experience. But that then, right, that became the benchmark to what else I could try, what else I could do. And since then, I've been to seal colonies with my husband where not a lot of people have ever been and gone diving with seal pup. So the memories I'm making would have been so far outside of my comfort zone three decades ago or two decades ago because I would never ever have allowed myself to do them because I would have wanted control. And this is a consequence of not letting go, of not just allowing new experiences. You don't really get to understand the real you. People are limited by their beliefs, by their stories, by what other people tell them. But I'm proof that you can do whatever you want to do. My mum does not even swim. She's so scared of water. So the thought of her 
daughter doing what I've done just seems unreal to her. But if I lived by the story that my mum doesn't swim because she's scared of water and then I didn't swim because, well, that's what mum's always told me, then I would never, ever have got to experience what I have. I'm just using this as an analogy so you understand on a big scale, big picture thinking. If you've got no money right now, you can make money tomorrow. If you don't have that person in your life, your forever person, you can find that person tomorrow. If you don't have happiness right now, that is a choice that you are making unless it is a medical condition. But if you're not happy right now, you're allowing that to control your life. Where if you let go and we're just happy because you can be happy, because it's your choice to be happy, then anything is possible. So to discover a new side of yourself, my key here is to let go of control because control is what, ironically, is actually keeping you stuck. Okay, my darling friends, I hope that you have a great week. If there's anything we can do to help or support you, please send us an email or get onto my website at www.tanyasummerton.com and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week. Oh, 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 o